when under pressure, you will not rise to the occasion, but rather you will fall to the level of your training. On today's show, seven ways to prep like a rock star. So buckle up because here we go. You're listening to Pull Up and Thrive. And this is your host, Stephen Caps. Oh, yeah. Yours truly always wanted to be a rock star. So today is the day that I'm going to tell you how to prep like a rock star so you can crush it in your job, presentation, in your life and business. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another super exciting episode of Pull Up and Thrive. I am pumped to be here. I am so pumped. And you know why? I just spoke to 200 business leaders. Wow. That was amazing. What an opportunity. And I was very pleased with the um, outcome and how how I did. I'm a little nervous about watching the film just because I don't like watching myself on video because it's different from watching a 30-second reel opposed to walking, watching a 30-minute presentation. So I'm a little nervous about watching that, but I, but I will commit to watch it to improve because that is what we all want to do at your job, at your life, at your marriage. Whatever you care about, we want to improve. No one says, uh, I want to suck. (laughs) But that is what happens in our life sometimes. We miss it. We blow it. We fall on our face. But I believe it is because we think so many times that I will rise to the occasion. And that could not be further from the truth. So I'm going to share seven ways that you can prepare to be able to crush it like a rock star. And I'm going to use examples of how I prepped for this 30-minute uh, presentation for for these 200 uh, business leaders and also how I uh, prepped for being on Dave, Dave Ramsey's Entree Leadership. And I I flew out to Nashville. I was in the studio in person. Um, It was the episode celebrating the 10-year anniversary of the book, Entree Leadership, which that was a super big honor. And I'm going to drop that episode in the show notes so you can catch that. So are you ready to do this? Because if, if you are listening to this show then you are like me and you are climbing a mountain that at the top is excellence. We want to be the best that we can be at our life and business, at our trade, at our, at our craft. Whatever we are doing, we are reaching and striving for excellence. So number one, How to crush it like a rock star is you have to have a plan or a system. It is so obvious, but sometimes we don't do it. For whatever reason, we we think that I'm going to rise to the occasion, and that is not true. Now, think about someone that you admire, an, an, an athlete. 
a speaker, a musician. They make their craft, their performance, look effortless. Then you try to do the same thing, and it is anything but easy. They put in the work, they put in the rehearsal, they put in the training, they put in the practice because they have a plan. And I um, I talk about this in episode 67, three hacks to get to get great results. What is your shack? You have to go back and listen to, to episode 67. Where are you creating your plan, making your system, rehearsing your craft? So we have to put in the time. We, we must dedicate ourselves to learning, to improving through books, podcasts, coaching, accountability, whatever that looks like for you. One of my goals every single day is I want to learn something new today. And hopefully not something like I've been doing something wrong for 20 years. I want to learn something small every day. If we learn something new every day of the year, that is 365 new things that we did not know. So we want to have a plan or a system. What is your plan? Do you have a job coming up that you really have to execute? that you really have to execute on, that is not going to magically happen. Do you, do you have a presentation that, that you need to give? That is not magically going to take, take care of itself and I will just wing it when I get there. That does not happen. Whenever I was on the Entree Leadership podcast, they had reached out, me a, a reach out to me about two months prior to no, sorry, one month prior to uh, the recording of the episode. It was two months prior to the date that it aired, but they sent me the questions about two or three weeks prior to the recording of the episode. I wrote out my answers to, to all of the questions. Then I rehearsed them, so I internalized the answer, so I so it wasn't like a robot just just rehashing memorized jargon. And then I watched videos of their of their podcast. How are the microphones set up? How do the guests sit? How are the notes? How how is how is the show executed? And then I set up my podcast table in the exact same way. And then I rehearsed and I practiced. Because for me, this is a big deal. It may not mean anything to anybody else, but I wanted to do the best that I can at the skill level that I'm at. So I had a plan. And then this takes us to number two, practice. I practiced and practiced and practiced. Now, maybe you're not going to be on a um, national show. Maybe you're not, maybe you're not speaking in uh, front of a big group of people. 
but you have a business that that you do sales, that skills are important. So you want to practice, have drills, do training, because success is not an accident. No one accidentally crosses the finish line. And they're like, uh, how did I how did I get here? I just saw all these people running down the street and I thought that I would join in. This is a marathon that we are running. This thing that we call life and business. And we have to put attention to where we want to go and and how we want to get there. And if we want to improve, we have to practice. Do sales training, skills training. Ongoing education, conferences, coaching, whatever it takes so we can reach the pinnacle of excellence. I am going somewhere, and I want you to go there with me. It is a place called excellence, and we are driving there, and mediocre is not an option. So if, if you are giving a presentation you better practice. You better practice. You cannot show up and just wing it because the pros make it look easy. They make it look effortless. It is because they have practiced hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours dedicated to their craft to make it look easy. Number three, you have to communicate. All right? If you sold a job, great, that is awesome. But now you have to execute. This is where most people blow it. They cannot execute. Execution, the the key to execution is communication. When are you starting? What happens whenever there are delays? Communicate early and often. So this event where I went and spoke to 200 uh, business leaders, it was a annual luncheon for the Longview Chamber of Commerce. They reached out to me six months in advance. I just didn't show up the day of, of the event and hope for the best. My communication, I emailed Dave. He was my contact. He he was amazing, super responsive, and very, very helpful. And I did my best to serve him in my communication. So three months out, I began to email him on a monthly basis. Hey, Dave, it's three months out. I, I'm just touching base with you on the event that is at this time, on this date, at at this place. Is there anything that you need from me? And then he would send back and and we would communicate. So month three, I started communication. Month two, I'm saying, hey, it's two months away. Month one, hey, it's hard to believe it's only a month away. Then it's two weeks. And then it's one week. Communicating all the way through the same thing on our jobs. Do not, please, do not do this whenever you whenever you are waiting on an update from a vendor and they don't get back to you or then 
or they're unable to update you. Do not avoid your customer because I don't know what to tell them. What you tell them is my vendor is backed up and they're not for sure of a deadline. They're not for sure of a finish date. I am very sorry. This is outside of my control. You have to communicate. Then I show up to the event an hour early. The The event started at 11.30. I didn't even go on the stage until 12.30. I showed up at the event at 10.30. So I could communicate. Communicate with Dave. Communicate with the sound guy. Communicate with the audiovisual guy. You have to communicate early and often and over and over and over and over again. In episode 40, what is the key to success? Communication is the key. So I will drop that in the show notes where where I take a deep dive into communication. Going on to number four, we have to understand in our preparation that there are diminishing returns. What I mean by that Imagine you have an arced line. Now, I had to buy a new laptop a while back for all of my uh, content creation that I do. You can buy a laptop for a hundred bucks, or you can buy a laptop for five thousand bucks. So, on our little arch here, one hundred bucks is at the left of the arc. All right. If I spent quite a bit more, I'm going to get a way better value and a way better product for the long-term use. And based on my needs, a $100 laptop probably wouldn't do the trick. So I ended up spending about $1,200 on a laptop. But if I spent $5,000... For what I'm doing, it would actually be a it would be a diminishing return. It is way more than I want to spend, and it's not really going to produce anything better than 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 what I'm doing with with a thousand dollar laptop. So at some point in our preparation, it is not going to improve our outcome. So in the preparation of this talk. I put at least an hour per minute into my prep. So at least 30 hours into this 30-minute presentation. And I was really feeling that a diminishing return that practicing another five hours was not going to improve it. I have to go do it. So always be aware and understand a diminishing return. Going to number five. Create checklists. If you have ever said, I do not know how to create systems, a checklist is a system. You can do checklists for anything. Jobs, vacation, daily tasks, getting ready for a presentation, anything. Beforehand, create a checklist. We have Um, jobs that we do in the gate business. We have a checklist ready to go and we use the same checklist every single time. 
and I use checklists in my everyday life because I want to be sure that I don't don't forget stuff. I I have this checklist here that I had for my uh, presentation, and I will read you what is on the uh, checklist. Laptop is charged. Laptop power supply is in my bag. I have my a clicker for changing the slides. I have the USB receiver that plugs into my laptop. I have extra AA batteries, speaking notes, thumb, thumb drive with slides, HDMI cable, cough drops. I have all of these things on a checklist because I don't want to forget. See, we want to serve our customers with excellence. And whenever we do, we are the hero. Whenever we don't, we are a zero. Another example is that I got my hair cut at least two weeks in advance. That way, if they mess it up, I have a few weeks to recover. So get as many details about the job that you are doing as possible and have checklists. Because then whenever you have a checklist, you look like the hero, which is what we want to look like. We want to show up prepared, on point. We don't want to look like a doofus. Don't look like a doofus. If you get anything out of this episode, get that. Don't be a doofus. Okay, number six, don't wait until the last minute. You will definitely definitely look like a zero. In, in, in episode 38, no excuses, six ways to avoid excuses in your life and business. I will drop that in the show notes. I really take a deep a dive on this. But we had a job a while back. We had hired a new guy and we were doing sheet metal underneath a patio. Okay. We had sold the job. And we're doing the actual work two weeks later. Well, what does he do? He waits until the day before the job to go and get the materials. You know what happened? They didn't have the materials. And now it's an excuse. And he looks like a doofus. Or actually, I look like a doofus. So don't wait till the last minute. You have to prepare in advance. If you sell a job and you know that you have to order materials, especially if they have to be shipped in, do it far enough in advance so if there are problems with the delivery, you can still execute on time. I hate excuses and I hate giving them for sure. So let's not do that. Do not wait until the last minute. Plan plenty of time in advance so that way you don't ever have to give an excuse. Number seven, have backups for your backups. All right. We have work trailers in the uh, gate business, install trailers with tools and equipment and so on, so on and so forth. We have uh, generators and other things that use gas. All right. We don't want to be in the middle of nowhere and we run out of gas. That makes us look stupid and it costs so much money. Have extra gas, oil, extra parts. 
Make sure all of your batteries are charged beforehand for all of your power tools. Don't wait to get to the job and all of your batteries are dead, and then you make an excuse, well, there wasn't an outlet on the job. They should have already been charged. Additional materials. Cash. Ha always have cash, like an emergency fund. This is about dominating in our business. And you can't dominate in business when you're broke. You have to have cash and you have to have emergency funds, which, which we have emergency funds for our emergency funds. Have a contingency plan whenever things go sideways. Guess what? Things will go sideways. The, the, the more activity that you do, the more chances of things going wrong. You have to be prepared. Having backups for your backups. Okay, all of my podcasts, all of my talks are in a Google Docs. So I was going to this a presentation last week, and I one of the things on my on my a checklist was my printed talk. I I want to have it on paper because what if the internet it um it doesn't work? I uh, can't get into Google Docs for for whatever reason. Because I have never had a piece of paper lock up on me. I know it's shocking. I was going to use their laptop at the uh, presentation. But as a backup. So I did this. I emailed Dave my slide uh, deck. And I brought my laptop as a backup. And as a backup for my backup... I brought a flash drive with my slides. Well, I get to the presentation and they have a laptop on the side, like let's say 30 feet away from the stage. And I could control the slides with a clicker, but I had notes on my slides and where the laptop was positioned, I wouldn't be able to see my notes. So if I wouldn't have brought my laptop, that would have been a big problem. So, so they were able to set up my laptop to, to, to where I could use my, my laptop to do the presentation. But if I would not have had backups for my backups, I would have been in a world of hurt. So this is about performing our job, performing our profession, our lives, our business with excellence. So, so let's put a bow on this. Number one, have a plan or a system. Two, practice, have drills, do training. Three, communicate early and often. Four, understanding diminishing returns. Five, create checklists. Six, don't wait for the last minute. And then seven, have backups for your backups. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of Pull Up and Thrive. Do these seven things and you too can overcome adversity, avoid the crash and burn and have the life and business that you want. I'm Stephen Caps. Until next time, you're the best. You've been listening to Pull Up and Thrive with Stephen Caps. Life's tough. Life's unfair. And the sooner that we can all realize that, the better off we will be. 
We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Facebook and on other platforms at Pull Up and Thrive. And be sure to hit the website at stephencaps.com. Remember, never judge a person for their mistakes. Judge a person on how they fix them. Till next time.